It's time again for your Portland Morning Brew. Casual conversations with business, city, and community leaders and influencers. Get to know your neighbors. News, views, and events, all centered around our community. Now here's your host, Troy Holden. And good morning. Welcome back to your Portland Morning Brew. This is your local podcast tied to your Portland Chamber of Commerce, where we talk to business leaders, talk to people involved in projects and political things going on here in Portland, and you just get to know them a little better. And if you're new to Portland, um, you may be a person who's come into town and the chambers told you about the podcast and you're listening and you might be looking to buy a house and, and maybe doing some things like that. Well, today we are welcoming Jessica Hunter. She is with CBC Title and Escrow. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing good, Troy. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. I, I, I can remember about uh, 11 years ago, I was in your office signing for this little farm I'm living on right now. And uh, 11 years later, still here and still loving it. So uh, that's it's been one of the best moves I've ever made. I wanted a farm for 40 years and finally got here. So that's awesome. It's good. Yeah, from New Jersey. We just wanted out of the big city and the crowds and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So tell us a little more about that, how you ended up here in Portland. We came from New Jersey, as I said, to visit some of my parents' friends. Just came on a little vacation, um, stayed on a farm out on Highway 52. We had a 24-foot travel trailer. We did a lot of camping. So we came down and stayed for a little over a week. And my parents just fell in love with this place. Went home, put their house up on the market, sold it. Fifth grade, I moved to Portland, Tennessee. Wow. So you have been here a while. It's not like you, you came here as a grown up. So yeah, this is home. <laughs> yeah. That makes you a native pretty much. Yes. Yes, it does. So tell me about, um, your travels in getting to where you are now at CBC and, and how you got into this. Okay. So of course, growing up, my parents had a restaurant here on main street called the rebel rouser. Everybody knows that. Well, everyone that was here then, probably knows what Rebel Rouser was. So I worked there um, all through middle school, high school. Then went when I graduated high school, went to Western Kentucky University for a little bit, um, decided college wasn't for me at that time. So came back home. Then right before I got married, my husband, Tom, he, uh, he always used to tease me and say, hey, do you want to open a restaurant? And I'm like, no. He said, well, then you need to quit bringing it home with you every day. Let's find something you want to do. And I ended up going to Ball State, um, got in the paralegal program there, um, got my paralegal degree, started working for a great attorney. He's passed away now, Carl Oldham in Hendersonville. He did a lot of real estate work. Um, when I was in at Ball State getting my degree, I got an award in the real properties class which is the real estate, um, fell in love with all of the aspects of it. I worked for Carl for two years, uh, got my degree, had my son, stayed home for two years, went to work for David Eminette, who used to be our city attorney here in Portland, worked for David for five years, um, doing all his real estate work. Then opportunity came up to open CBC title and escrow. We started in Gallatin, uh, September of 2001, 
Um, so the CBC title and escrow started in September of 2001. We've been going strong ever since. Uh, I think working at the restaurant and being with people every day, and that's a, just a passion of mine. So working in this job that I do now as a real estate paralegal and running CBC title and escrow, I get to work with some awesome people. Um, I don't think I could be happy working in an office without interaction. We have interaction. I get to help people. I get to talk to people. And I guess I'm just a people person. And I just love what I do most days. Yeah, that's awesome. That's like, there, there's always the, the thorn. You know, there's always one here and there. So uh, the real estate industry has really changed a lot in the last several years. I started in 1985, I think. A contract was one legal sheet of paper, front and back. It was that simple. There weren't all the other stuff. Now there's several attachments. There's several different things that go with it. Uh, kind of tell us how it's changed for you since 2001. Well, our closing documents have multiplied and multiplied. Um, when I first started doing this in 1993, 94, well, when I first started doing this, um, you had your promissory note, your deed of trust, your closing statement, just a few documents. And now a typical closing package is over 120 to 150 pages. Wow. It's different in the aspect, the world we live in now. Um, everyone's got to cover themselves. They've got to look out for mm -hmm. insurance and for, you know, people are so happy in this world and it's sad, but that's the world we live in. And right. Every document has a reason. You know, when people come in, they see the whole stack. I explain to them, I'm going to go over everything. I remember being a first time home buyer and being terrified of all those documents. So I tell everyone, this is the biggest investment you're going to make in your life. We'll take it slow, but there are a lot of documents. And every document, as I said, has a reason for it. Um, we try to go over with them. I just try to make them feel as comfortable as they can. And hopefully they walk out the door happy and excited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it really has changed. Even the, you know, the approach, uh, from, from the uh, real estate companies and how people used to just call you up, you go look at a property, you do this. Well, I, I might give this for it, might give that for it. Used to, you didn't worry about you were on this side or that side. You know, there was a time you were just an agent and you were just trying to help people get stuff sold. But now it is so, like you said, with all the the litigious people in the world that want to hit you with a lawsuit. Well, you said this and you didn't represent me properly. And, and, and I get it, you know, and it's even in, you know, go buy a car where you used to sign one piece yes. of paper and, and it's a pile of paper now. It is yes. what it is. So how has the market changed and how has that affected you guys in the last five years with, you know, with the change we've seen in valuation and how, how uh, property values have really, really changed? Well, first I'm going to say we have been blessed as far as business wise, we have been blessed um, doing this type of work now for over 30 years. Um, the interest rates the past few years, they were ridiculously low. It was awesome for the people. There's many people out there. It helped them be able to purchase a home and own their own home. Um, the market was crazy busy. It was nonstop, day and night. Um, my real estate agents, you know, they work 24 hours, I think. We'd get contracts in all, all hours of the night. 
Um, yes, blessed, very busy. Sometimes it was like, we're going to pull our hair out. Um, because the main thing is I appreciate, even though we appreciate all the work and, you know, I have a crew that works with me. I don't do it by myself. Um, you don't want to make a mistake. You want to make all your I's are dotted, all your T's are crossed. Um, of course, the market is, took a little change. Interest rate has gone up. Now, people who are, were used to the twos and the threes, they think, oh my, six, 7%, that's so high. It's really not. Um, I can remember when interest rates were 10 and 12%. So it isn't really a high interest rate, but from what our norm over the past few years, it is. Mm -hmm. is you know the market the housing prices are still up there when you put the high dollar house and the high dollar interest rate it's kind of tough on people so we have slowed down a little bit i will say the past few i'd say two weeks things are picking up again i think people mm -hmm. had a time to take a deep breath look at the what's going on everywhere and say you know what we can do this the market's just getting better. Um, I had one builder over the weekend. He got four contracts. Wow. Wow. Four contracts. So I'm very proud of them. Um, we work with a lot of good builders, a lot of good real estate agents. They never gave up. Interest rate, mm -hmm. you work a little harder, you do a little bit more, but we slow down December, January, which is a norm too with the holidays. Right. Um, but we know it was the interest rate. We know those higher rates were scaring a lot of people. Right. We're seeing now the past few weeks, maybe it's a sunshine, maybe the pretty sunshine and the pretty weather is bringing people out and everybody work together. We have some great lenders that have some great opportunities and loan packages for people. So I, it's, it's picking back up. Good. That's good to hear. I, I remember extremely well. My, the first home that I bought was I want to say 84, 85, and you did good to get an adjustable at 12% back then. Yeah. It was awful. Yes. Uh, it, it got better, but it took a while. And that was, you know, not long after that, I had got into real estate and it was, yeah, it was tough. Uh, you yes. really had to, to, you know, little small 1200 square foot houses back then, you know, were only 50 grand, but at 12%, you know, you had a six, seven, $800 payment and people were not paying two fifty a month for rent back then. So yep. it was a big jump. Uh, it was really hard. Yeah. We've, we've seen it, uh, you know, there's cycles in the real estate industry. There always will be, there's going to be these yes. times where, where the appreciation goes crazy and the interest rate goes crazy and you have to ride it out and be smart. Uh, it's still a smart time to buy, even though people are saying, well, I could have bought that house three years ago for 150 and now it's almost $300,000. Yeah, but guess what? It'll happen again in your lifetime. Oh, yeah. if, you're in your, if you're in your 30s or so, you're going to, you're, don't worry. Real estate exactly. is. Exactly. Remember, our parents, they were buying houses at 15 and 19,000. Yes, exactly. You know, that's, just, that's part of the world. You know, that's part of life. Inflation hits everywhere. Yes, it does. It absolutely does. So locally, um, and you're, you're kind of got your, your finger on this, uh, probably as to what's going on. You probably know, especially with knowing a lot of the builders, are there some areas in Portland we're starting to see a little bit of development or maybe some more, I don't want to say full subdivisions, but where somebody puts in a cul-de-sac and a few houses. Are we seeing much of that going on right now? 
Um, there's some in the works. You know, the sad thing is we can't develop land that's not there. Right. Um, if we could grow more land, everyone would be happy. What you're finding now, and it's it's sad, but again, it's always happened. Grandparents owned a big plot of land. When they pass away, the family either sells it off or splits it up and develops it. Mm-hmm. With the city here in Portland, um, we we can't over we can't grow too fast. We can't build too fast. We got to make sure that the infrastructure is there, meaning water taps, sewer taps. It's a whole process. Um, I know, like I said, there are a few developments here in town in the works. Um, I, I, we will see more. We will see more building as the years go on. Um, right now, again, with the rates, I think some of the builders aren't going full force as they were um, just to see what's going on because you don't want to be sitting on those houses. Once they're built, there's interest payments with those construction loans. Um, I know there is a big development being built over behind the park on Jim Courtney. I see Exit Realty um, doing all these different things, open houses and stuff. And that's exciting. That's a good development because it's right there by the the park um, for the families. Portland still has some places to build. I think anywhere you can build in Portland is great. Portland's a great development. Um, but as I said, the main thing is we need to make sure our infrastructure is there. You don't want our little town to build up too fast mm-hmm. where we can't handle it. Right. And then we've got the expansion of the bypass coming through that will affect things. And yes. I always love to compare the growth that came, you know, many years ago through Hendersonville, Goodlettsville, right in there. And then how, say, 20 years ago till now, how White House has changed. And oh, it yeah. will just it'll just continue to come north because people are trying to get away a little bit. But as more people get away, we end up not as big as they are, but we're going to end up bigger. It's going to happen. And we've grown. We've grown a bunch over the past few years. You know, at one time, no one wanted to, you know, we were just up on the hill up here in Portland and, oh, that little podunk town, no one wanted to live here. Mm -hmm. And then it was, oh, we have more money, you know, more house for our our buck in Portland. Mm -hmm. Um, we, like I said, we have great builders building some nice properties and mm-hmm. Portland's right up with any other city in Sumner County. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Prices, yeah. Prices went up a little bit, but guess what? We're, we're a city to want to live in. Right. Right. And the accessibility factor to 65 keeps changing. And I think that keeps changing things. People don't, you know, they look at, when you drop off the the regular exit and you come up 52, you know, you're five, eight minutes from town. But as as these new exits are getting in and there's accessibility to other sides, you know, up on the north side and then maybe over to uh, maybe over to the uh, west a little bit. I think we're really going to see, you know, more people coming. And like you said, they're looking for small town atmosphere. They don't want yes. it to be overgrown. And hopefully ours will satellite out to where it doesn't make downtown feel like it's not downtown anymore. I don't think we'll ever see that. Right. Me neither. So um, let's talk a little bit about uh, when you're not at CBC, what do you like to do? I'm a family girl. And I just like when I'm not at work, I try and usually spend all the time with my family. 
I have a son and daughter-in-law. My daughter-in-law, Ashley, works here with me at the office. So they live here. Well, they live 12 minutes away. Um, my oldest daughter lives in Michigan with her husband and my grandbabies. I have two granddaughters, Piper and Stella. They're six years old. I don't like they live so far away, but we do a lot of traveling back and forth to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Grandbabies. And then our other daughter lives in Utah and we go out and visit her every now and again. She's a little farther than the rest. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of time spent with family. I like spending time with my friends. Um, just got back in with the chamber. So I've always tried to stay involved with the city. As I said, I moved here in fifth grade. Portland is my home. I love giving my time and volunteering um, with city functions. I sit on the Portland Planning Commission. Um, I just like volunteering my time to help our city. With that said, CBC title, I've been, we started in Gallatin, but I moved to Portland just a few months after we opened the title company and moved it back up here to Portland. Um, We're a hometown title company. I love being able to close and meet what I call our neighbors, Mm -hmm. um, helping people. That's, that's just something I've always loved doing. So spending time in Portland, volunteering my time in Portland and spending time with my family. And during the summer, we like being on the lake and boating. And I keep telling myself I'm getting older and just going to start traveling some. There you go. Yep. Yeah. I would love to go out West. That's one of my, my goals here in the next few years. It's got to be, yeah, wonderful. I keep, you keep seeing it on TV, you know, watching Yellowstone and all these shows. And I thought, gosh, I really want to go see that, you know. My daughter Um, lives right in the middle of Moab, Utah. You look out her back door. Oh, wow. Mountains. I mean, it's gorgeous. It is, it's a different world out there. I I can imagine. Um, Let me return back to your business just for a second, because a lot of people may not understand that what they're, abilities are and what their choices are and when they they need to bring these up because they have a choice as to who closes their property it's on the contract they're choosing that uh so what we want to do is if you're in this area we want you to ask for cbc and tell them how that comes about and what kind of relationship or when in with their talk with their agent when they should bring that up sure so of course, when they're working with their agents, going to look at houses and stuff, when they sit down to write that sales contract, it's just as you said, there is a line on the sales contract. It says who's to close for the buyer, who's to close for the seller. If they're either side of that contract, a lot of agents and they have their title companies they work for or work with, I should say, um, and they'll just put their friend or the company they prefer. And I tell everyone, because they're like, Jessica, I wish I could have closed with you. And I'm like, it's your choice. That buyer, that seller has the choice to Mm -hmm. work at a company of their choosing. So when you're sitting with the contract or with your agent writing up the contract, sorry, um, you just say, hey, you know, I'd like to Jessica at CBC Title or Escrow or Ashley at CBC Title and Escrow. I'd like them to do my closing Mm -hmm. and they get to choose. There you go. So keep that in mind, folks. CBC, title and escrow. It's Jessica and Ashley. And ask for that when you're going through that home buying process. Also, let them know where your office is. And if you've got some uh, social media stuff or online presence, how they can find you. Sure. So um, we are located at 813 South Broadway. So it is, again, same road, Highway 109 going towards Gallatin. 
Um, if you're familiar with Wilkinson Wiseman Funeral Home, we are seven houses past the funeral home. On the right, if you're going towards Gallatin, we have a sign out front. Um, we have a Facebook page. We have a website. Um, and I tell everybody, just come in. If you have any questions about real estate, just look in our front door. We're here Monday through Friday, um, 8.30 to 4.30. You can call us at 615-323-1070 or email us. It's our first and last name at titlecompanytn.com. I am here to answer questions. Real estate is a thing. If people don't do it all, all the time, there's lots mm -hmm. of it can get yeah. kind of confusing. So I have people call. I have people just walk in. And that's what we're here for. Like I said earlier, we are a small town title company here to help our community do what we can to make the real estate purchasing or selling as easy as it can be for you. I try to keep all the stress from the people because, you know, when you're a first time home buyer and you come in, you have your nerves are all over the place. You're scared to death. As I said earlier, it's the biggest thing you're going to spend money on probably in your life. Mm -hmm. I want to make it as stress-free and as enjoyable as it can be. Awesome. Awesome. And take it from me, not that I'm an authority. I know they do a great job. They've, they've closed for me, not only as a buyer, but also as a real estate agent. So they do great work. They're very thorough. And as she said, it's hometown. They'll take care of you and make sure all the T's are crossed, I's are dotted, and everything's done right. You don't have to worry. Jessica, thanks so much for your time today. And we want to encourage everyone out there that's listening that CBC Title and Escrow is your go-to here in Portland. This is your hometown title and escrow company. Thanks so much for joining us and uh, have a great rest of your week. Well, Troy, thank you for having me. The one thing I do need to, I wanted to just let everyone know, mm -hmm. we, we can issue title and do closings. Tennessee, Kentucky, and Mississippi. Oh, there you go. So if you're across the state line, you're still covered. That yes. sounds great. That sounds great. But thank you so much for having me. And you do a great job. I've listened to a lot of your podcasts and good work. Well, thank you. Just trying to give back a little bit to the community. I'm a transplant uh, in some ways. I've been up here, I guess, a little over 20 years, but I, it's home to me now and has been for a while and happy to do that. And thanks for the compliment. Have a great thank one. You, you thank too. you. Bye-bye. This was the Portland Morning Brew with Troy Holden. If you'd like to be a guest, reach out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Be sure and visit the Chamber's Facebook page for more information. Thanks for listening, and join us again soon.